first chapter. Glory to God. I try not to hold you too long. I, I, I want you all to pray with me and say, Lord, Lord, Lord help, brother Bob, help Brother Bob not to preach too long. <laughs> Amen. Uh, it's getting late, and I know uh, everybody's going to be hung, you know, getting hungry for chicken or whatever it is. But you know what? Uh, I want to share with you this morning what God laid in my heart. That to me, personally, is the, the most important thing in my life. For me personally, and that is that what sustains me and keeps me motivated, keeps me going. And it's always there. You can go to sleep, wake up, it's there. You can go through the day and face, face the whole day with all its problems and cares. If, you have, if they're there and it's still there. You can have problems with your family, maybe with your wife, your children. You can almost feel sometimes discouraged about things, whatever it is, and it's still there. It's still there. It's kind of like the air you breathe. You don't even think about it, but you need the air, and you just breathe without thinking. And it sustains you, keeps you going. You may not realize it, you don't think about it maybe, but until you have problem breathing, then you start thinking about it. Otherwise, you just keep living because you just keep breathing. No matter what you do through the day or where you go or, or what you're involved in, whatever it is you do in life, you just keep going. It's still there. And I'm not talking about just breathing. I'm talking about the Spirit of God that sustains you. And it's always there. And you can always know that you're founded upon that. And that, and that, that it, is, it is a power. It is the power of God that sustains you and, and gives, you, gives you an unction. It gives you a get up and go. It gives you, it's always there giving you that, supplying you that, feeding you that. No matter what comes or goes in life, no matter how you feel or up or down or whatever's happening to you, it's always there continually feeding you that. Because you need it. And I need it. And I thank God for that. Amen. I thank God for that. What is it? What is it to be a Christian? Well, that's one of the that's one of the real truths of being a Christian, is that God is continually supplying you with life and 
uh, what's the word? Stamina. Stamina. Not physical stamina, not stamina that I'm talking in the flesh, but I'm talking about in the spirit. God gives you God gives you spiritual stamina to be able to stand, to be able to make it, to be able to dare to venture out, to be able to believe God. That's right. Amen. To never be so down and out and so discouraged that you're that you're that you're you know you're counted out. God never counts you out. He gives you that power to sustain you and to keep you to go on. And no matter what's happened, even if you've done something wrong, even if you sinned and failed God, you always know that it's there to sustain you. God's power, God's love, His Spirit is always there to sustain you. And praise God, no matter what it is you've been through, what you've done, God says, get up and go again. Start over. But I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I've done this and I've done that. God said, forget about the past. Start right now. God is a God of a million chances. He's a God of eternal chance. He's a God that never, He will never quit on you. If God is God, He's eternal. And He gives us, He gives us the privilege of starting fresh, starting new, starting right now, right now, right now, no matter what happens, no matter what comes or what's happened in your life, God is right now. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I'll try to explain further to you. We allow things that come in our lives to discourage us so that we feel like that God is frowning and turning away from us and that He's not going to help us until we think in ourselves, well, if I make up for my bad things that I've done with God, and make everything right, then, then maybe, he'll, maybe He'll help me out here. But that's not how it works. Because when that happens, too many people never come to God and they just go away. They get discouraged and they just fall away. But God is telling us, look, there is something I can give to you to keep you and to, and to hold you firm. And that, and that all you have to do is look inward to me, to Him that's inside. Look in, inward to the Christ that's in you. And the moment you do that, from that very moment, it's like you're starting fresh again. Because He's continually fresh. He's continually new. He's continually life-giving. He's continually who He is and He never changes. We change, but He never changes. Thank God there's something in this world that doesn't change, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He never changes. 
circumstances change, we change, everything happens. We get old, we get tired, we get sick, we get this, we get that. But God never changes. And God does not adjust Himself according to how you feel. God is not God according to your estimation or my estimation. Well, God can be God if... No. God is God always. And God is telling us, hallelujah, that you can live. You can live that way. You don't have to live from day to day wondering if everything's going to be good today or if, 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 if everything's going to be alright with me and God today or am I, really going to, am I really going to be what I'm supposed to do today or I don't know, maybe I'm kind of down and I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. You don't have to live that way. Satan wants you to live that way. Satan does. But the devil is a liar. And God is true. Don't listen to the enemy. Don't listen to the Satan. Don't listen to the devil. Listen to what God is saying. You have a new beginning every day. You wake up with it every day. You go to bed with it at night. You wake up the next day. There it is. It's fresh, it's new, it's alive, it's ready to go. Hallelujah! God is not discouraged because you are. God is not down in the dump because you are. God is not in the blues because you're feeling blue. God is God always. And you say, well, no, wait a minute. Yeah, that's, see, think, think about what I'm saying. He sustains you. You can fall so far. But he's that he's that he's that bottom you're gonna hit. Softly. <laughs> he's the bottom that you're gonna hit. You're not gonna go any further. Because he holds you up. He holds you up. He gave us Jesus, and Jesus is our anchor. Jesus is our surety. Jesus is our foundation. Jesus is the rock of ages. And when you fall, you fall upon that rock. And that rock. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? And it doesn't happen just, you know, we think of, we think of this, well, uh, maybe over time. No, it happens every moment of every hour of every day. Hallelujah. He's with you all the time. He's there all the time. He's holding you up all the time. Praise God, just like the air you breathe. He's right there all the time. He's the rock that never fails. Hallelujah. And because I know that, that gives me courage. That gives me pep. That gives me energy. That gives me a reason to get up and go on. Amen. That gives me a reason to believe God. That gives me a reason to say, God, you told the truth and all things are possible with you. Hallelujah. 
How many times have you been discouraged? How many times have you been despaired and felt down? But there's something there. There is a power there. It keeps you from falling away. Far, far away. God won't let you do it. He's got you. As long as I know he's got a hold of me, God, oh, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed Jesus, should I fall, should I fall, don't let me lay. If I stumble and I fall along life's way, Savior, Savior, hear my plea. Hold my hand. Rescue me, blessed Jesus, should I fall, don't let me lay. But how far I fall, as long as I know he's there to sustain me, I'm not going to lose hope. I'm not going to lose hope. If I got hope, I got everything. Did you hear what I said? If I got hope, I got it, man. If I lose hope, I lose it all. But if I got some hope in there, then praise God, there's hope for me. There's hope for you. There's hope for the world. There's hope for every man. We don't lose hope. Hallelujah. And praise God, that hope gives us a fresh and new start, a new beginning every day. No matter what happened yesterday, today's a new day. No matter what took place in my life yesterday, today is a brand new day that God's made. And He sustains me today. And I can live for Him today. Hallelujah. I can start again with Him today. No matter what yesterday was, no matter what happened to me, no matter what I did or what it was involved in or whatever, it doesn't matter. Because He, hallelujah, He is greater than my yesterday. He is greater than my today. He is greater than all eternity. He is the great I Am. And He holds me. Praise God. The Apostle Paul said these words in Philippians, the first chapter. For to me, for to me, to live is Christ. I ask you this morning, what does living mean to you? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to accomplish this. I want to live. I want to do what I want to do in life. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy life. I want to live. Paul said, for me, to live is Christ. 
live is Christ. As I read those words, I've read them over and over again. I've read them so many times you have. But that struck me. The question came to my mind. What does it mean for you to live? You want to have a good time. You want to do all the things you can do in this world. You want to accomplish much in this world. What does living mean to you? What sustains you? What makes you go? What makes your motor run? What makes you click? What is it in life that you're seeking for? What is it that you long for? What is it you desire above everything else in life? Do you want to do? Most people say, well, I, I don't know what it is, but there sure is a lot of things I like to do that I can't do. <laughs> I, can, I, can't, I, I, I can't do the things that, that, that I want to do. But I sure wish I could. Paul had one thing to say. For me, do you ask me? Does the world ask me for me to live is Christ? When God called Paul on the road to Damascus and he saw the Lord. The Bible says that a scale came upon his eyes and he was blinded. The Lord says, go into the town, go into the city. It'll be told you there what, what you will do. So for three days, I think it was, he didn't eat. He fasted. He prayed. And he waited. And he had, a, he had a dream or a vision of a man coming in and laying hands on him. And sure enough, that very man came in. Ananias. Spoke to him and told him that God had told him to come down there pray for him. But here's, here's what I want to show you. The moment Saul's eyes, his name was Saul, the moment his eyes were open after that three days of meeting Jesus, after his eyes was open, he saw the world in a whole new light. He saw life in a whole new light. To me, I thought I was alive. I thought I was doing the work of God. 
I thought I was pleasing my God in what I was doing. I was blameless. I was righteous according to the law. No man surpassed me in keeping the law. I was more zealous than all of them. And I thought that what I was doing was for God and for what was right by taking the Christians to prison and putting them to death. I thought that I was a good and righteous man, a godly man in everything that I did and how I lived. But when Jesus opened my eyes, I saw I was dead. But now I'm alive. To me, to live, what makes me tick? What gets me going every day of my life? My pursuit, my goal, my desire. 